they're out again. Maury and Tim escape from the radio. And now, those two guys, Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter. Well, here we go, Maury, another podcast about to unpod. Uh, I was checking our count, and so far, 49 people have listened Sweet. to us do this, whatever this thing is that we're doing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really good. So Thank you. last week, you forgot to plug your friend, and I figured I we better get that out first. I know. I just want right to say, hey, uh, Stu Malloy of GSR Rentals, man, I, okay. I love you. We've been okay. through a lot of stuff together. Okay. We live together. Oh, really? Uh, we went to school together. Oh, you do a lot for your uh, clients. Yeah. No, he's, 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 yes, I do, but he's a good, really good friend of mine, so he's a good man, oh, and he cool. listens, and oh, he likes us. Oh, that's awesome. So. Well, hi, Stu. Hey, Stu Malloy. One of these days we'll have to meet. Yeah, What does totally. he do? What can I get he from him? He owns GSR Rentals. You want, here's the deal, you can, if you have a big party, you can rent a tent, you okay. know, a party tent, they'll deliver it and set it up. Chairs. He also has, like, uh, soda machines, and I know he had a cotton candy machine, but I think they got, they got rid of that. They don't oh, have it anymore. Okay. Or how about this? Maybe you want to uh, rototill your yard. They have that too. Or a big giant tractor. So it's a rental company. It's a re- basically. Yeah. That's the name GSR <laughs> Rentals. Boy, what will they think That's of That's how next? that works. Yeah. Okay, enough of this plugging. Okay, forget it. Let's Sorry. get to your and heart. And again, Stu will send you the bill. Okay. Um, so, yes, um, I totally was thinking about this as I was sitting in the emergency last week, emergency room. I was thinking, I have, this will make a good uh, topic on the podcast. It's kind of uh, sad we podcast. live this way. It is. Um, let me preface this by saying I smoked for like 32 years, and I was a really good smoker. I really enjoyed it a lot. How many know? packs a day? I would buy a pack. Towards the end, I'd buy a pack on the way home from work or on the way to work, and then I'd buy a pack on the way home from work. Wow. Yeah, so I was I was cranking them out big time. Okay, I was a three at my peak. Three packs, Well, huh? okay, but here, let me explain it. I was on the air in Yakima, Washington. Yeah. And again, this is back when you could drive over to the uh, reservation and get them for 35 oh. cents a pack. Oh. And uh, I, was, I worked in a small radio station that had eight employees and seven smoked. I didn't. So what happened was we'd have staff meetings, and you couldn't even see people. It right. was everybody was smoking away. So I decided, well, uh, Dan Foley, who used to be on King Radio here in town, I remember talking to him about <coughs> smoking, and he said that uh, he did it because it made his voice sound better. Oh. So with that logic, I took up smoking at the age of 21. And then, because they were so cheap, I mean, it was just like, you know, whatever, it's confetti, um, I would light up a cigarette Start smoking it, set it down, do radio stuff, come back, and it was out or almost out, so I'd light another one. So I would just go through them. I probably didn't smoke three packs a day, but I, I went through that many. Right. So anyway, that's my story. Now, back to your health Yes. Issues. Oh, anyways. You know, I could just talk about smoking forever, too, because back in the day when you could go to the grocery store, I remember, like, pushing my cart, smoking a cigarette in Safeway. Oh, so yeah. at any rate, um, I quit 12 years ago. I got hypnotized. Oh, my, you did by that? my friend Bill Fenton, who uh, who advertised with me. It was 2007. It was January 7th, 2007. I did commercials for him, and that's the last time I ever picked up a cigarette. I uh, and I tried everything to quit, but he hypnotism worked for me. So you did the Nicorettes. I've I've done. I did the patches. I did yeah. Nicorettes. I I had. I remember having patches on smoking at the same time. Right. You know? That's how I devoted. But. But uh, hypnotism, I mean, that, that did it for me. But uh, wow. at, So at any rate, so uh, then, you know, I got, I started working out more, you know, and we, I was at the YMCA across the street from us, 
one morning. I'm working out, and all of a sudden, I uh, and this was about 10 years ago, and I felt like a little pain in my chest. So I stopped, and the pain went away. So I just took a shower, went home, you know, carried on my day. And uh, I went to the gym th- like three days that week, and every time I got that pain and I stopped. Well, the and, key is to just quit working out. Yeah, quit working out and not <laughs> and not tell anybody because right. I, I treated that like I normally do when something's wrong with my car. I ignored it for, for about a month, hoping that it'll go away. Then you throw a rod. Exactly. So I uh, came up here, and uh, Jennifer Marks, who was our traffic uh, woman at mm-hmm. the time, I just randomly told her about it. She, like, of course, screamed at me, you go to the doctor right now. I went to the doctor. He took an x-ray. Everything looks fine. You probably lifted weights, but go down. I want you to go get a stress test. Mm-hmm. So I was down getting a stress test, and uh, you're, on the, uh, you're on the treadmill. Have you ever had a stress test before? No, not okay. yet. I had a cardiogram here a couple of you know those things where they put the yeah, sticky yeah. things on yep, you. Yep. And I because I was actually having similar pain. Oh. So I went and got checked, but they didn't see anything. So. Yeah. So the same with me the for very first time, and then I went and had a stress test, and I'm on the I'm on the um the treadmill, and uh, um I'm trying to be really cool and sucking my stomach in and stuff, and the pain is starting to hit me here, but I'm pretending like everything's good, <laughs> and because these cute girls were you know the nurses were in charge of it. <laughs> So I got off and I go, okay, guys, thank you. That's great. And they're going, no, 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 don't go anywhere. And no. they went and got, they wheeled me in and I had 90% blockage and had a stint put in. So that was 10 years ago. So now every time there's any type of pain, I start freaking out going, oh my God, is this it? So last week for a couple of days, the left side of me, I had like a pain in my chest for a couple of days. And uh, you make me grab my chest. I know, right. Listening know. to this story. Yeah, I know. And so I uh, I kind of ignored it for a day, but it would not go away. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go down to the emergency room. So um, I called my cardiologist, go to the emergency room. I go down there. I live in Kirkland. I went to the emergency room. They said, if you have a heart issue, they'll just get you right in right away. I went in. I told them what the deal was. They didn't get me in right away. No. I sat for two and a half hours oh, waiting to man. get in. And I, as I'm calling my wife going, I feel fine. So at any rate, long story short, they did all the little stuff, the EKG and everything was fine, and I don't have the pain anymore. But, yeah, I don't know what it was. You don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, and they don't know what it was either. So it's uh, it's one of those things that forever now, anytime I feel like a slight pain or my arm gets all tingly or something like that, I just start, you know, freaking out. It's tough to be a patient, and doctors listening right now or rental agencies or whoever's listening – um, you don't want to be a hypochondriac right. and go in every time every little thing hurts. And I was raised, you know, by parents who just, you know, tough it out. You know, don't, you know, don't fold. Keep right. going. Um, but at the same time, we're getting of the age now where there could be something wrong. You know, I, I talked to uh, Tom Lafferty a little while ago about uh, that uh, Jared Rome. Right. 42 years old yep. and just didn't wake up. And they don't know what happened, but it's just, you know, 42 years old at, or anything that young should be around for a few more years. Exactly. I mean, we're all making plans. We're all thinking about the vacations we're going to be taking and things like that. And so I guess the best thing you can do. But I did go to the doctor. I was having kind of, kind of some chest pains here a couple of weeks ago. Have you just, ever had any heart, heart issues before no, that? No. No. And shortness of breath. Right. So I've got appointments with a pulmonary doctor yep. and, uh, you know, this and that. And so a whole bunch of appointments coming up. So uh, this could be a short-lived podcast. <laughs> yeah. I So uh, here's the deal. Here's the deal about getting a stint. 
So now you have a cardiologist in your life. So oh. once a year, I have to go see this guy. Okay. And 90% of the time, he yells at me, okay, you're too fat. You have to lose oh. weight. Oh, and good. Then, One more doctor to yeah, tell me exactly. that. exactly. So that's going on. So I've kind of like I'm, I'm, start, I'm eating healthier now. And I tell him uh, to his face, I go, dude, if I make it to 80, I'm starting smoking again. I don't care what you say. <laughs> and he just laughs in my face. Oh. I told the nurse at the emergency room, you know, I said, I have chest pains. And I know it's not, I know it's probably nothing, but it would be really embarrassing if I just dropped dead of a heart attack. I'd be way too embarrassed. I couldn't end it that way. You know what I mean? That would be a, a sad way to go yeah, out. totally. I mean, and I don't know, and there's that debate then. How do you want to go? Do you want to go quick? Do you want to you know, I think be you around want, to say goodbye? I think you want to. Yeah, that's a really good question because everybody, uh, and what a morbid uh, topic well, we're talking about. Boy, we swerved over into I this know. lane. People say, you know, the best way to go is in your sleep. Mm -hmm. You don't even know it, but I don't know. Well, that's you know? the, the old joke is I want to go just like my grandfather did in his sleep and not like those people screaming in the backseat of his car. <laughs> <laughs> old joke, old program, but I got a million of them. So. How about, you know what else? Here's another thing. How um, I have a fake knee. I had a total knee well, replacement. that's right. Yeah. We're replacing you piece by piece. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So uh, do you like, are you at the gym all the time? Do you ever go exercise? What's your exercise like? What's a gym? Yeah. What's exercise? Yeah. Now I'm violating all the rules where I should be doing more. I, right. I know that. I get it. I have no excuses other than it's time. Right. And I, I, you know, everybody can say they're too busy, but I am. Right. And honest to God, if you knew my routine, I'd lay it out for anybody. If you want to schedule an appointment, I'll show you what I do every day. And it's way more than any one person should do, but I like to do everything I do. And you, you don't come across as a very stressed out human being. I'm doing what I love to do. In fact, I'll tell you, um, October 1st, which is coming up next Tuesday, will be the five-year mark of saying, that's it, I'm going to go do things I like to do. I had a, uh, I was just shy of 10 years as a creative director at an ad agency. Just wasn't working for me. I was having it up to here, the the owner was a little more um, hands and fingers and everything I was doing. And it wasn't what I truly loved to do. So I rolled the dice, quit the job, and just started figuring uh, I'm going to do things I like to do and see how it works out. Well, this part-time job came up and this part-time job came up. So I have this plethora of part-time income sources that amount to a full-time income. So I'm not hurting. I'm not getting rich, but I'm doing exactly what I love to do. So, I mean, I start every week with all the things I want to get in. So I send out a weekly update from my uh, Tim Hunter Creative Services company. I uh, do a new I'm a Norwegian cartoon for this single panel cartoon I've been doing. I do a blog. I uh, write for a radio show prep service. I, I have this list. Again, it goes forever. And then I have all the, the projects that come up for the ad agency I work for, Create Impulse. And then I have all these other little side things that pop up. So I'm hyperventilating just hearing all this <laughs> stuff you're doing No, right but now. I love doing it. That's I good. Mean, you think about it, you say, oh, I'm going to retire so I can do the things I would like to do. I'm doing them. When you were in school, were you, if you had a project that was, had to be done in like two months, would you take the full two months and work on it? 
you um, that kind of kid? I got better at it as I went on, but mm-hmm. initially, no. I mean, when my freshman year at the UW, I did a lot of the all-nighters and stay up and all. Oh, the test is Tuesday. I'll stay up Monday night and just study all night. And I did that, but that's hard. You know, eventually you get wiser and go, okay, that didn't work. My wife, on the other hand, is uh, kind of like she needs deadlines to make things happen. Right. What I like to do is get ahead. I told you about all the things I, I've done, and that was only just a portion of what I do each week. But my, I've designed my week where Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, really intense. I mean, Tuesdays I will work from 4 in the morning till 9 at night with maybe an hour and a half off throughout the day to eat or run an errand or quit looking at a computer screen so my eyes don't blur. But I do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I get the bulk of what I need to get done. Thursday, I kind of polish things off. And then Friday, I can use to either get ahead for the next week or take on yet another project. Right. Just because I like I've got a friend running for Bothell City Council. And I went over on uh, Saturday and recorded some pieces. And then I edited them last night, put them all together, and sent them to him. She's going to use them in her campaign. That just came out of nowhere. I'm writing uh, commercials for a video game company up in Canada. Uh, I've got the ventriloquist I write for and the comic strip and the political cartoonist. So, again, more things that I just love doing. By the way, I think on your resume, writer for a ventriloquist should be number one. It really that should. should be right up there. <laughs> and I'm hearing you do all this stuff, and I'm going, wow, that's a lot of stuff. But then I think of myself that, uh, you know, I worked in, in retail at Nordstrom's mm-hmm. for 30 years in downtown Seattle. And to make a sales club, basically, I worked every single day from Halloween to uh, January 1st to make my goal. Every single day. Wow. But I was younger, and it didn't phase right. me. Now, I do this uh, every single day, and I host trivia three days a week. And I host, you know, MC things like, uh, you know, making strides and all that kind of stuff. When you've got the crab thing coming up? Yeah, the crab Crabtoberfest at crab-tober the Marysville Kiwanis at the Marysville Opera House. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's tonight. how does stuff like that happen? Tonight, they just I, say, "Hey, Maury." You know, I um, it's yes, it, it does because I I'm out and about. I make a point to be out and about in the community at chamber events and mm-hmm. hosting stuff. And I run into people there, and they see me do stuff, and that's how it works. But I don't consider that, and you don't either. You know, when I was working every single day at Nordstrom's for you know four months. It was draining. This, you know, doing this kind of stuff is fun, and you don't even think about it, right? No. I could be having the, the uh, oh, man, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And then they hand me a microphone. Okay. And then it's all, you know. Well, part of the thing that's going through my brain is it's not that many years down the line where this will all go away. Right. I mean, there will be times where they don't want the old 80-year-old guy yeah. up there emceeing a Ludafis contest or uh, I'm I'm going to be a judge at a chili fest next uh, Tuesday night. Yeah, at the North Shore Senior Center. Come by. It's from 5 to 7. Uh, 20 different chilies. It's all free to do. And uh, 20 different chilies. 20 I'm different taking chilies. a Pepsi right it's now. Awesome. Just talking to oh, you. Oh, I love this. I've been a judge there for over a decade. And mm. So looking forward to that. And it's all to raise money for the North Shore Senior Center. Um, there's no compensation whatsoever in it. Wouldn't want there to be. Right. But it's stuff you do. That's that community thing. I mean, yeah. Again, the 4th of July parade that I MC, there's right. no, no compensation. 17th of May parade I MC, no comp. I do it just because I love doing it and it's fun. Right. Right. And uh, yeah. people see you when you get, I get business out of everything like that. I do. For no yeah. Uh, and I'm not really doing it a lot for business. As a matter of fact, you, as full as my plate is, 
I just am not looking for anything else. Yeah. I'm just trying to get the stuff done that I've got now. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like when people go, hey, um, you know, I kind of want to be your friend. I don't, I don't, I'm done with friends. Sorry. I don't need any more friends. Thank the, you very you, much. I have a waiting list. Yeah, exactly. No, and I enjoy meeting people, love hanging out. I don't know. Uh, you tell me now, do you have a best friend? Besides uh, Stu Malloy, owner of GSR Rentals in Monroe, another nice little. I have plug. I have a lot of uh, good friends, but I don't you know I don't have a best friend. Yeah, I've uh, I've had. I hope my wife's not listening right yeah, now. Yeah, no. Well, okay, <laughs> given that's a given. Yeah, our wives are our best friends. <laughs> exactly. Okay, let's move on. It said so. I signed something that yeah. said that. But um, that's fine. But no, I have I have a bunch of uh, of good friends that I've been close with like you know some 30 40 years that i don't talk to all the time but when right. i see them it's kind of like it's not like dude you didn't call me it's not none of that it's I, just normal that's stuff. exactly how i've described uh, my friendships because i have some for you know uh, a guy named uh, greg lucas his nickname is tank he was a battalion chief for the Edmonds Fire Department, but we we came up from Torrance, California, together and went to the University of Washington and uh, longtime friends. He's back in the East Coast now with a boat, uh, exploring there and having a blast. But I could see him same thing. See him tomorrow, it would just be picking up. Hey, how's it been? What's been going on? Da da da. And there's none of that. Oh, why didn't you call me? Or right. blah blah blah. No, it, yeah. it picks up like I just saw him last week, and right. it's been a couple of years. I played poker with these guys that I used to work at Nordstrom's with. We've been playing since like the seven nineteen seventy nine, and back in the day, we would get together, and then we'd go out drinking afterwards, and we, and then you know, as the years progressed, there'd be cocaine involved. And then as years progressed, you know, we lost one of our buddies, died of a heart attack. Uh, and uh, now we got together like six months ago and uh, pictures of grandkids and all that kind of stuff. So it's. Uh, that's awesome. It's Yeah, it's really cool. That is good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, friends are friends. I, I just I, there are some female friends that I've known for a long time that it's just great to see them. I see them every now and then. But it's like, you know, and, and seriously, Facebook has re reduced the need for seeing people. Totally. I see it being the class reunion killer because, like, what are you going to get together and say, yeah, I have three grandkids. Yeah, I know. I've seen them yeah. all. I'm tired of seeing them play Little League. Totally. You know? and, and then, you know, the people that aren't on Facebook, I don't even want to know those people. <laughs> so. Oh, I would I would tolerate okay. them. Okay. All right. Uh, so do you do Instagram, too? I do. Do you? Yeah. Twitter? I, yes, yeah. Wow. Like, I do those too, but yeah. I, a Twitter to me is more of a headline news service. Right. And I, I actually forget to check it every now and then. Instagram, same thing. I do it because I know everybody else is on it, and a lot of people have fled Facebook to go there to get right. away from the politics and the. Do you still do MySpace? Because I have a page. On no, it. I have a page. <laughs> no, I'm still just there. kidding. I did it a long time ago. I think if I checked, it's still there. I think I have a, fa or a, a MySpace page, but like everything else in my life right now, I can't remember the password. So. I can't even think of how many passwords I've had over time. And it's like, I, I actually have a sheet on my computer. I, I've saved this file. Right. It's called Passwords. Yeah. And it's got every password. Once I have to reset something, I add it to the collection. And because you're not supposed to use the same one, which I did do for a long time. So then I started changing and That's that's when the trouble It's not began. good. Yeah, I know. I hear no, you. Then all of a sudden you go, was it? 2018 or 19 was an exclamation point there, or an ad sign. There is a point that I had a list on my computer that had all my passwords, and I'm not even lying about this. I couldn't remember the password to get into my computer oh, no. to get to that password list. I tried LastPass. 
for a while. And yeah. what it is, it's one of those password remembering things. And at first it was great, but then it started forgetting passwords. And I said, well, I can do that myself. Right. I would go to something and would say, no, that's not the password. That's your job. Right. You had one job. Remember the password. <laughs> and you're failing me. So I fired it. Then I got to the point where, like, you know, my phone now, we, we have to use a password because I have my work email, you know. Which phone do you have? Uh, Samsung. Oh. Yeah. That's like, no. oh, that's so 2018. Okay. I, got, I got the iPhone. The this new? is another commercial. Yeah. Uh, iPhone 10. Oh, the brand new one. Well, last year was brand new. It's already oh. outdated a year. Oh, okay. Facial recognition. So I get on there, and as I start putting in passwords, it remembers the password. Then when I go to that again, I'll put in my username, and then it'll say facial recognition. Yeah, it's you. Puts in the password, and I'm done. Wow, that's pretty cool. And when I get to get in the phone, if I ever lose this or it's stolen or whatever, uh, it needs facial recognition to get in. So That's pretty awesome. When, so I when, like it. When we had to have a password on our phones, uh, the first one goes, okay, Afghanistan, Bananistan. That's pretty funny. But I can't, oh. as you're driving down the road, no. and you shouldn't drive and text kids. No. Or when I'm in the parking lot, I'm going, what the hell was I thinking? So Afghanistan, now Afghanistan, Bananistan? It's like four numbers. It's an old line from Get Smart from oh back in the God. day. Yeah, hit the light. Um, remember the, uh, what was the, uh, Jaime. Jaime, remember the Jaime? robot. Hit sure. the light, Jaime. He was funny. He was funny. The best scene from Get Smart, I remember, and by flashback to that show, it was uh, Pat... McCormick. Yep, who was, was a writer a on The guy. Tonight Show. Yes, yeah. big guy, yep. and he had on all the the black turtleneck and everything else. And uh, Smart and Siegfried were there, and Smart knocks the gun out of Siegfried's hand, and it goes into a vat of boiling oil. And Pat McCormick goes, oh, I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> he walks in, and he's gone. <laughs> oh, simple, yeah. stupid humor, but that I love uh, that. That Siegfried guy, wasn't, he was in Love Boat, Schmott. right? Yeah, yeah. B- Bernie Capel. Yeah, Bernie Capel. Yeah. yeah. That show was fantastic. It really was. Well, well, that yeah. was Mel Brooks. Yeah, totally. And got that thing going. So. The cone of silence. Everybody oh. knows. <laughs> I know. See, yeah, if you're old enough to appreciate I all know. this, you're laughing yeah. along with if us. If you've had chest pains in the last <laughs> two years, then you know exactly what we're talking about right now. Oh, God, that was uh-huh. great. Oh, I mean, the thing about Get Smart, you know, and, and any show is they develop the characters. And once you get in the characters... Then you can go to the cone of silence and you know, right. you know what's going to happen, and it's going to be the chief saying what? Yeah, and, and it's always the and it's always the the best line is is missed it by that, that much. much. Yeah, it's so fantastic. I don't know if I told you this, and if I have, stop me. But um, they had a uh, Inspector Gadget video game. Yeah, and uh, it was a company on Issaquah, Azeroth, and they wanted to hire Don Adams to be the voice of the the guy and. Um, uh, he wanted a million bucks or something, and he said no. So they hired me to do a poor man's uh, inspector gadget. Oh, wow. And so I was actually the voice of the program. Huh. The program sucked, and it crashed, and they went bankrupt, and the rest is history. But I actually did a uh, poor man's inspector gadget for wow. them. Wow, so. that's cool. Is Was it an actual video game or a computer game? It was a computer game. Okay, I'll so. have to Google it and look for yeah. it. Yeah, I've got copies of it, but it doesn't <laughs> work. Oh, God. Oh. Well, I'm still working on that special guest for okay. you, All right. and uh, we'll see if we can connect with him next week. I maybe maybe need to set an appointment or something to call, because I tried to reach him today. I think he would have gotten a kick out of him, but we'll work on that. All so. right, cool. What else is coming up? Anything else I need to know about um, or should know? 
you know what? I'm going to the final Mariner game of the year on Sunday. Are you? Yeah, I've never been. To, have you ever been to the last game of the that year? Was, that didn't count. That was a tradition for me Oh, back when I was at KLSY because they had season tickets. And again, by you know this time of year, no one cares exactly. about baseball. So I did that for uh, at least a decade, if not 15 years. You know, it's only every other year they were home for that. But in fact, one of the games I went to, I saw Kirby Puckett win the uh, batting title. Oh, cool. It was his, you know, the last game of the season. He got a couple of hits, and it guaranteed he won the batting title. So I have a Kirby Puckett story for you. Oh, do you? Yeah. Awesome. So I worked downtown Nordstrom's Women's Shoes. Uh-huh. Famous people would come by. This, I, I, We were busy one day, and my manager said, that guy wants to buy some shoes for his wife. And I go over, and I look at him and go, you're Kirby Puckett. And he goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, you're the first person in Seattle that actually knows who I am. Wow. I go, you're Kirby Puckett. <laughs> so I wanted to get a picture with him, but phones weren't invented back then. He had in those kind days. of a tragic ending. He did, didn't yeah, he, he did. I, I forget what happened, but it, it wasn't was, good. Yeah, it, it was a health, uh, a health deal. Might have been yeah. kidneys. I can't remember. I forget. But yeah, he was. Uh, but something. he died young, and there you he are, did. back to that. He did die young. That's how this whole thing started. Yeah. So we're planning on going to the. Um, uh, Mariner game. I don't know how long I'm going to stick around for, but uh, the Seahawks play at one, and the Mariner game, the final day of the year, uh, Major League Baseball. Every game starts at twelve, three o'clock Eastern. It's just that every oh, that's good. Every that's game soccer at, does that. Yeah, the, at the same time, because a few years ago, the first time they tried it, there was like the races were so tight. There was like four games that decided playoff chances, mm-hmm. and it was like unbelievable. I'm such a big baseball fan that last night I came home. I started watching um, the uh, Arizona Diamondback St. Louis Cardinals game. It was in the 12th inning when I started watching it. And at the same time, the Giants and the Rockies were in the 12th inning in their game. So I have my TV has split screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had them both on split screens and stayed up till almost a quarter to two. Oh, my God. Because the uh, Diamondbacks game went 19 innings oh. last night. So I can't <laughs> wait to get to uh, playoff baseball because, frankly, this Mariner season's left a really bad taste in my mouth. Right. And I'm ready for this to be done. But I'm also looking forward, again, being an L.A. kid, the Dodgers are going to yeah. make a run. Yep. I was looking at the standings last night, so I'm gearing up for the postseason. And uh, the Yankees and the Astros both have the most amount of wins, 102. Um, God knows what it is by now. But um, if they end up facing each other, that should be a great series. Also, the uh, the Braves, if they make it, if the young Braves against the uh, Dodgers, too, they're you never They're know. Pretty good. You never yeah. know what the deal is. No. It, it's. Uh, I remember a few years ago when the San Francisco Giants, my boyhood team, mm-hmm. uh, went through that little phase, and we were uh, recording. I used to do a show called Health Matters here, and uh, we had a doctor on, and Shannon O'Kelly was here, and on the TV right over there, the World Series was on, and the Giants clinched oh, wow. when we were recording, and I was I had tears coming oh. down. It was just it, it kind of hit me. So yeah. see, I have hopes for the uh, Dodgers this time around because this is. If they made it, it would be their third year in a row they went to that the they World went to the Series. World Series, and yep. they've lost the first two. And in order to avoid being the Buffalo Bills of Major League Baseball, yes. they need to win this year. They do. They should. Yeah. We'll go. I told Jeff Shade, who is our production guy here, yeah. a huge Dodger fan. That's yep. I'm kind of like he texts me all the time. I said, if they go to the World Series, we're driving down. You get us tickets, we'll drive down to oh, the World Series. Oh, that's awesome. So we're going. Well, if you do, you have to do reports. You yeah. Aren't you going to come with us? Uh, uh, no, I think I'm you should end up by going, I'm way too busy. <laughs> and that's it. And that's how it ends.
I'm way too busy. <laughs> that's the ending. Boom. All right. Well, I think that's good for another yeah, round. So totally. thank you, sir. Thank Always you. Always a pleasure. All and right. talk to you next week. Okay. You've just listened to Maury and Tim Escape from the Radio with Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter, a WackyWeek.com production. No insects were injured in the making of this program. Well, maybe one. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like us. If you didn't, please send it to someone that annoys you. <laughs>